This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Want to know what's going on in your neck of the woods and learn the history and the people behind the events that you love across the state? Get to know the real Mississippi. Check out MPB Think Radio's Next Stop Mississippi podcast on all platforms or on the MPB public media app. Welcome to AutoCorrect, helping you correct your auto problems. Our host is Coach Charlie Melton, ASC Certified Master Technician. I'm Jermaine Flood. Hello, Coach Charlie. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning to you. How are you doing today? I'm doing good today. I'm doing good. You know what made today so good? Is it rained yesterday? I didn't know what that was hitting my windshield. It's, it's, water is falling. Yes, but hey, what what a great day we had over there. We, we had about a quarter inch rain at my house, and I had to get out and clean my windshield wiper blades yeah. to make sure they were cleaning that windshield right because, you know, I haven't used them in about a month and a half, so now we're good to go. I was standing outside, and it started, and I just walked into it and just said, let me just stand here since I hadn't felt it in a minute. That's right. Just so. to go out there and see if you still feel it. Does it feel the same? Yeah. <laughs> and then immediately after, I regretted it because the rain is steamy and it made everything kind of sticky. Yeah, it got humid all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, it got really humid. But hey, we needed it and I'm kind of glad we got That's it. Right. So we are here today and we are going to be talking about car financing options this morning. Our email address for questions is auto at mpbonline.org. You know, for this one, I found a definition. I know you did. <laughs> So what is financing a car, Coach? They say financing a car means taking out a car loan that you repay over time. When you take out a car loan, you agree to pay back the amount you borrowed plus interest in any fees within a set period of time. Shopping around and comparing loan offers could save you significant money in interest and fees. Do you agree? It sure can. <laughs> and one of those things you got to look at, how long do you want to finance that car? Yeah. You know, we had, we started out at uh, 24 months, 36 months, and 48 months was the longest you could ever finance a car. Mm-hmm. Now we go up to 84 months financing a car. Right. You know, that's almost like financing a house. <laughs> You know, if you talk about interest rates on top of that. Yeah. Now, you understand, yeah. longer you finance that vehicle, more money you're paying. Mm-hmm. Even though your loan is smaller, as of your payment is smaller, but your loan is bigger mm-hmm. due to the interest, plus you always have a risk of that vehicle going upside down. And when I say upside down, that means that the car, you're paying more than the vehicle is worth. Right. So right. that's what it is. When you try to get rid of that vehicle, the dealer says, well, this vehicle is only worth this much and you owe this much. Yeah. So yeah. that's called upside down. Okay. Okay. So it just depends. Now, Coach, you, you're probably not going to like what I'm about to say next, but I'm a long finance and option type of gal. Well, that long financial option gal, that's what costs you money. I know. I know your interest. You think about that interest, too. Well, you think about interest right now, Drane. Interest is anywhere on a used car, 6.79 to 21% on Mm -hmm. a used car. Mm -hmm. On a new car, it could either be 0% up to about 5 or 6% on a new car. Yeah. So, and then we got to think about... What is your credit score? Okay, they really go by a credit score. They go by where you live. Mm-hmm. They go by your employment history. And they even check your finances. Mm-hmm. So just think about if you're going to take in 
finance a car for 84 months and you ain't been on the job very long, they're not going to finance that car for 84 months. Yeah. And they're going to want a lot of money up front. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and now you think about cars that are 50, 60, 70,000, $80,000 a vehicle now, mm-hmm. even 0% makes you have a house payment yeah. on a car. Right. I mean, it's still it's still a payment for sure, even at zero percent. At zero percent, yeah, it's still a payment. So when you start talking about spreading it out, and, that's, and a lot of people go into a dealership or and they first thing they say, "Hey, I want my payments to be this much." Well, guess what? They're going to try to get your payment down to where you want them, mm-hmm. but they're extending that uh, the, months of financing yeah. and that interest is going up. Yeah, and that's probably what happened on my last vehicle. You know what story I love to hear you tell, Coach? The coach financing way. <laughs> because coach doesn't deal in any 72 months, 36 months. Coach, do you even deal in 24 months? No, we try to get everything we've done either three, four, five months and it's gone. Three or four or five months. Coach walks in, gets the car, walks out. Four to five months later, Abram, it's I- paid off. <laughs> I have been paying my car off <laughs> since 2018. I've got one more payment on it. I have one payment left, and then I'll be done with it. But I've been paying it off since 2018, so five years, and I'm so ready to be done with it. So if if you could if you could help me with that three or four or five months next time, that would be <laughs> so. Look, coach. Well, we're going to talk about how you can do that. I want to talk. Absolutely, we're going to make note of that. We've got a couple of calls on the line, so we're going to come back. We're going to call it the coach way. Okay, that's what we're going to call that financing option, and then of course we'll discuss all the other financing options. But that coach way, boy, hey, we can do it. You gotta be. You got to be tough. You've got to be committed to doing it, coaches. You got to be committed, and you're going to have to take and give up a few things. That's right. We're going to learn that. We're going to go to the phone lines right now. We've got Mike in Tupelo on the line. He's got an electrical problem on a 06 Cadillac, Coach. Mike, you're on with Coach Charlie. Good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, this is a 2006 Cadillac SRX. SUV sort of thing. It was kind of a low-volume production they did. This is the six-cylinder, two-wheel drive version. And uh, 75,000 miles in great shape. It was my mother's car. We've had it for several years now. And four or five months ago, the key got stuck in the ignition, wouldn't come out. And uh, anyway, ended up at the mechanic and multiple... Uh, efforts there. We've got a new body control module, which is what, according to the mechanic, who I have pretty good confidence in, said was the problem. Uh, all kinds of issues there. We replaced that. Uh, then it was the power control module. And now we're into reprogrammed units because there's no more OEM parts left on the shelves of Cadillac dealers. Anyway, he did that, reprogrammed the keys, been driving it, running fine. I got it from him the other day. I drove it yesterday, drove it around. It was fine. I'm thinking I'm going to keep this car. It's a nice car. Uh, Parked it in the shade so my wife could take it to town. An hour and a half later, wouldn't crank. Totally, the key would turn, but no, wouldn't crank and couldn't get the key out. So disconnected the negative post on the battery, trying to reset things, tried the different key, wouldn't crank. I went out this morning, started right up. Mm. 
could this be related to was it hot? You know, you know, I wasn't running it hard yesterday, but that's the only thing I can think of. But it sat overnight and cooled off. No, that's not going to have anything to do with that key getting stuck in the ignition system. Is it a is it a metal key or is it a plastic key you stick in or it's just a metal key, right? Just a metal key, but it's, it does have a chip and it had to be reprogrammed okay. know, with the new modules. Let me ask you a question. Did he ever replace the tumbler in the uh, ignition switch? Not that I know of. Okay, see that that's where the key gets stuck. There's the the electrical parts are behind where the key is. Okay, so the key goes in, it goes into a tumbler, and right behind the tumbler is a electrical switch. That electrical switch is what's turning to make power come to that vehicle. And that electrical switch, so in order for that key to come out, it has to be, that tumbler has to be working correctly. Now, I've had that on uh, many vehicles where the key wouldn't come out. It goes in. It wouldn't do anything. You jiggle the key. Then it finally catch ups and it cranks. And But I would have checked that key tumbler first to see if, you know, because you can replace it without replacing any of that other stuff. And then when you replace mm-hmm. that key tumbler, you go get the key, the key reprogrammed for that tumbler, and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. Because, like I say, for the being the body control module and then the power control module, well, the power control module does not even control where the key is. That right, controls right. the engine part, anything to do with the engine. You know, sensors, uh, mass airflow sensors, different sensors on the engine is what that controls. And then you have the transmission control module. But I would have done the simple thing, and that would have been the uh, tumbler first. Mm-hmm. Because that's where exactly. you usually have your problem. Even if your key is stuck now, the same problem. We just had to do – I did that on a Chevrolet uh, truck about two or three months ago. The key was stuck in the ignition, never could get it out no matter what we did. And we finally got the key out, put a new ignition switch in it. And, of course, the starter was bad because it just kept turning because we couldn't get the key out. Mm-hmm. And we put a starter in it, and that guy was ready to roll after we put that ignition tumbler in it. Didn't have, didn't have to put the electrical part, just the tumbler. Okay. Is that a uh, a Cadillac part from the dealer? Um, you can get that aftermarket. You can get that anywhere. That's not a very expensive part. That tumbler is like $45, and it takes about you know a couple hours to put it in, to pull it out, put it in, and then just get that key reprogrammed to that tumbler. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, second question, long-term, this – this vehicle, that Cadillac with a 3.6 liter engine in it, um, any words of wisdom as far as keep it, sell it? Uh, it was it was a good vehicle. They just didn't make it long because you know they didn't you know Cadillac is the brand name, but that's just like an Equinox or anything like that. It's really what it looks like, you know. So it's a good vehicle. I'd keep it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see if we can get the tumbler fixed. Thanks for your help. You're so welcome, Mike. Thanks for your call, Coach. You can keep any car. It could be. Anything. That is true. <laughs> Look, we're going to stay on the phone lines. I want to get Jim in before we go to break. Jim is on the line. He's got a question about gas mileage. Jim, you're on with Coach Charlie. Coach, my question is a general one. Is it better gas mileage to control the accelerator manually or to use cruise control? I'll notice that when I approach a slight hill and I'm on cruise control, Sometimes it will drop to a lower gear and the RPMs increase, whereas that same hill, if I'm manually, 
the RPMs will just stay the same. What's your thought on gas mileage and well, yeah, cruise control? You know, I was doing the same thing just the other day in my car, and I felt the exact same thing. I said, well, this thing ain't going to get as good as gas mileage because it's having to shift down oh. to get that gear mm-hmm. and to stay 78 miles an hour. Well, I cut off the cruise control, and I did it manually with my foot. You did the same thing that the cruise control did, was doing? I did the same thing that the uh, cruise control was doing, and I did was a steady speed. The RPMs never went up, and I was steady. So that should give you an answer is that the cruise control is costing you money. But at least it helps me avoid a ticket. It does help you avoid a ticket. That's, <laughs> That's true. right, Jim. You know what really bothers me on these new cruise controls, the adaptive cruise control? I'm going about 75 miles an hour. There's a car up there in front of me. It's on cruise, and it's going 70 miles an hour. I get up on it, and my vehicle just starts slowing down. Then I got to pick up again. See, that's what those adaptive cruises do. So that's costing you money as well. <laughs> but it does keep you, it keeps you from having an accident. Yeah, Coach. I worked them buttons, the up and down arrow, yeah, you up like and those down, buttons, that's up it. and down, up and down arrows. <laughs> More technology. <laughs> More technology. <laughs> well, that's great. Jim, thank you so much for your phone call. Abram, what you got to say? You say you sit in your cruise at 78 miles an hour? <laughs> it's according to where I'm driving. <laughs> You know, not always, just according to where I was driving. It was this weekend I was driving. Jason had to come in here and tell me about that just to make sure that we got that point across over the air. Well, I was just in a hurry. I thought he said 75. Y'all said 70. He said 78. Well, 75, 78, there ain't much difference. Just a few dollars more than a ticket if I got it. Right. Jim, thanks for thanks for bringing this up for us. We've learned something about Coach today. You can send your emails to auto at mpbonline.org. We're talking about cruise control, but we're also talking about car financing options. Is your car under recall? I'll tell you how you can find out next. You're listening to AutoCorrect with Coach Charlie Melton. I'm Jermaine Flood. If you want even more AutoCorrect, find our podcast on all podcast platforms for your smart device. AutoCorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11 a.m. Coach, here are some recent recalls and one one that you alerted me to this morning or one that they plan to recall. Um, this is one that's kind of on the on the border, but they are pushing the NHTSA pushes to recall 52 million airbag inflators that rupture and cause injury and death. Unfortunately, um, these 52 million inflators um, can rupture, causing shrapnel to fly and causing injuries. Now, in the U.S., it's already killed one person, unfortunately, and injured seven others. And the agency expressed that there could be more if the inflators aren't either recalled or replaced. And you saw that. I saw that on national news, and that was a minor accident where it killed that woman. It was a minor accident. It was a small one. And the strap metal hit her, and it killed Mm. her. Mm-mm-mm. Now we have. I've read before on on past episodes that the shrapnel is flying from the airbag, and the airbag inflators are just failing. But the effective vehicles that they are planning to hopefully recall include twelve manufacturers. You've got BMW of North America, FCA US LLC, Ford Motor Company, General Motors, Hyundai Motor America, Kia America, Maserati North America, Mercedes Benz USA, Porsche. Cars North America, Tesla Incorporated, Toyota Motor North America, and Volkswagen Group of America. So that could be on the horizon. Um, the injuries, of course, are prompting the recall. 
And that's the that's the whole deal. Um, I don't know if they have a date on the horizon of when they will push that recall. But of course, you know, once they push it, we get it and I'll read it. But thanks for alerting me to that one, Coach. I would hate to be Takata. <clears throat> yeah. Because that's what they're the Takata airbags. That's what they're rolling under. Right. Goodness gracious. All right. Well, we've got more. There's a few more. Kia's third major recall in August. In August, in August, I'm gonna get it out. Stems from an issue with the life-saving emergency trunk feature in the brands Optima and Rio sedans, and this affects 319,400 vehicles. This is 2016 to 2018 Optimas and 2017 to 2018 Optima hybrids and Optima plug-in hybrids, as well as the 16 to 17 Rios. The trunk latch-based subassembly in these vehicles may crack, preventing the trunk from opening from the inside. A person inside the trunk could become trapped, increasing the risk of an injury to fix the issues. Dealers are replacing the assembly, subassembly for free, and they'll begin notifying owners October 19th. But those with further questions can contact the dealership. And for the third time this year, Ford has issued a major recall over the failure of a critical safety component, the legally mandated backup camera. This time, the issue affects more than 169,200 SUVs and vans. That's the 2022 to 23 Ford Transit vans and the 2021 Bronco SUVs, as well as 2020, 2023 Lincoln Aviators and 2018 to 21 Navigator SUVs. That camera um, system may not display a rear view image when the vehicle is placed in reverse. And that, of course, reduces the visibility because there's no image there. As a dealer, as a fixed dealers are replacing that camera and updating the software and wiring as necessary for free. Um, owners will be contacted October 2nd, but those with further questions can contact a dealership. And finally, it's common for mainstream automotive brands to recall rearview cameras, of course, in part because they're mandated and every vehicle needs one. But nearly 145,000 Kia Sorentos are the latest victim of a failing backup camera component. Here goes another one. That's a 2022 to 23 Kia Sorento, Sorento Hybrid and Sorento plug-in hybrid SUVs. The mounting clips for that camera camera may break, which can cause the camera's image not to appear properly. Um, And then to fix it, they are inspecting and replacing it. And Kia will begin notifying owners October 22nd. But those with further questions can contact the dealership. You can find out if your car has a past recall by going to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration's website, nhtsa.gov forward slash recalls, and inputting your VIN or find their Safer Car app. We're talking about car financing options and we're also taking your vehicle repair questions. Our email address is auto at mpbonline.org. All right, coach, we're back to car financing options. Abram, I hope you've got your pen and paper ready. We're going to figure out what's coach's way. (laughs) I got one comment to make about the recalls real quick on the cameras. You know, they do have a backup system on every car. Yeah. On every car. Uh, you told me this the last time, Their coach. backup system is those mirrors on the outside of the doors. <laughs> Look in those mirrors, and that will keep you from running into somebody in the back of That's right, Coach. If those cameras fail, you've got a you plan B. That's right. There's always a plan B on that. I have no idea how people used to do that. <laughs> I, I, I've, Abram. <laughs> uh, my car is a 2014. It was one of the earlier ones to have. Well, I don't know. To get it, was, it maybe. It, it yeah. has cameras in it. 
And I've been driving that since I was 18, 19, something so like that. So you don't know so how to do no it. no idea. For me, it was a blessing in disguise because I have backed up over a couple of mailboxes before in my life. <laughs> well, you've got to be able to look to your left, <laughs> look to your right. You know, we was always taught to look left, right, back again, left, You're to right, make coach. sure that you could see what was behind you or beside you. You're right, oh, Coach. It's just so complicated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why they're having all these recalls. Coach is so right. You're so right, Coach. So let's talk about financing. Yeah. Coach's way of financing. That Coach's way. If you think about financing, if you go into a dealership, just think about it. You go into a dealership, they sell you a $35,000, $40,000 car. Mm. Okay, well, time they put taxes on it, now it's, say, 44000 Okay. Time they put financing on it, now it's up to 48000 Okay. So you're financing that whole $48,000 mm-hmm. at whatever percentage for five years. So that's uh let's just say you're roundabout maybe let's let's round it off ten percent. Ten percent and then you say that you're putting zero down. Okay. Ooh, that hurt me. That okay. even hurt you more. Yeah, no. Okay. So you're putting because you know, zero down is only for people that have excellent, excellent credit. Uh when they say well qualified, yeah. Well ninety percent of the people who come in are not well qualified. No. So they're going to pay the higher interest and they know that. So this is how I figured to do it. If I can save $4,000 one way, <clears throat> it's easier to save the money if you're on a vehicle, if you want to buy a vehicle, save the biggest chunk of the money, put it down on the vehicle, go to the bank, go to the uh, credit union or wherever you decide to finance that car, mm-hmm. finance it for three or four months. And by you financing it for three or four months, you know how to save the money already. Yeah. So in three or four months, don't wait and uh, say, say, well, I'm going to do it six months, eight months down the road. Have your mind made up that you're going to go ahead and pay that car off. You've already paid half of it off. You know, that's when you saved that much money, you've already saved half of it off because you can drive what you're, ha- what you're riding in for the few. My wife went from a Mercedes to a 2000 uh, Ford Ranger mm-hmm. for six months. Right. Then she went and bought her vehicle after she saved the money. Yeah. Paid half of it. We could have paid all of it, but we didn't want to pay all of it. Finance the other half of it for, I think we financed it for two years, paid it off in two months. So basically, okay, you, you know it's 40000 on the lot, 44000 plus taxes, 48000 possibly in total, right, with the interest and everything added on. You're willing to say, okay, as coach, I will do this, but I'm going to walk in with 24 in my hand. Right. I just, well, I just knocked off the 4,000 in interest. With the 24 in hand. Right. Well, by financing it for two years and you paid it off in two or three months. Yeah. You knocked all the interest. You knocked that extra. Yeah. We paid $36 in interest. Right. Yeah. For the time we had the car. Basically. 36 months. It took longer to get the car than it was to pay the car off. Right. Right. And diligence comes is when you can put back the 24 on the 48. Well, the, the problem is where, where we, we want everything right then. As consumers, we don't want to wait. But you'll save yourself a lot of money if you just 
wait. You know, I like going to these places where it says six months free interest. Yeah. Okay. The reason why they give you six months free interest and interest is 27% on a six months free interest because most people don't pay it off in In six six months. months. They know. So they, if most people ain't going to pay it off in six months, if I do something like that, I'm going to pay it off in three months. Yeah. I should get the 5% extra, but I just pay it off in three months and don't worry about it because I didn't pay 27% of the money. I got what I wanted then and I didn't pay anything for it. I used their money. Okay. So that's the whole idea. If you can use their money as much as possible instead of using your money, we are way ahead. Yeah. Abram, how does that sound to you? I am blown away. I'm a little stunned <laughs> I, because I just like... $36 in interest is all you paid? That's all I paid on a 40 I think I pay that monthly on mine. Mm-hmm. So I, that's wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Most I, people pay between 14 and $19 for every $1,000 they get a month. Right. That's so crazy. add that up. Yeah. Well, that's Coach's Way. If you can be diligent, you can do it Coach's Way, too. But if you can't, we'll discuss some other ways. <laughs> There are other ways that you can do it. You don't have to be doing it my way, but there are other ways. But then there's other ways that you can save money doing it. Yeah. You know, I think that's what we can talk about. Right. Other ways you can save money doing it the non-coach way. That's right. So that'll be what we'll discuss. Our email address where you can send questions is auto at mpbonline.org. We're talking about car financing options between your car repair questions. What's in the news? The cars that won't be returning after 20. 23. I'll tell you more next. Thank you for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Coach Charlie Melton, retired instructor from Clinton High School's Automotive Technology Program, is our expert host. I'm Jermaine Flood. I hope you downloaded our app for your smartphone, the MPB Public Media app. In addition to listening to our show on the app, you can click on the support button and make a contribution. Contributions help keep our programs on the air for you and others to enjoy, and we thank you for your contribution to Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Also, everybody, you can listen back to this podcast to digest all of the Coach's Way information that you just heard for car financing options if you need to hear it again and run that back. Abram, what you got? I think I'm going to myself later. <laughs> He's going to take this. I'm and- shocked. I got I to gotta reprocess it. <laughs> so if you want to process it Coach's Way, you can listen back to that podcast. Autocorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11. Okay, in the news, we'll get to this real fast. The cars that won't be returning after 2023. All right, get your tissues ready. Here we go. (laughs) The canceling, though, of models happens all the time in the industry. They come due to a lack of replacement, and some are a part of a segment that just aren't selling anymore, or some are just some poorly selling models period. And those cancellations are shocking, but not surprising. So going into 2024, there are a handful of models that we won't see or they won't see either the light of day again. That's right. So here is Edmund's compiled list of cars that won't be coming back after the 2023 model. And I threw in one that um, was sent to me by Liz Gill, the former host of this show. So here goes some Audi R8, which I'll, I'll never know what that is. The Audi. (laughs) I'll never know. I'll never know. But um, it was it's been running for 15 years and it's their long running sports car. um, And they are going to be killing that. So 
That will go away. They say they may see a next generation of the R8 as an EV coach, but Audi Audi hadn't said anything about something like that happening yet. Okay, Chevy Bolt. The Chevys always make something, and especially the smaller ones, because isn't the Bolt the smaller vehicle? Well, the Bolt was the first EV they came out with, and um, they've been trying to get rid of it for years. And so now since they got new platforms, they, they're going to probably do it. Okay, right. so GM did announce that the Bolt and the Bolt EUV were discontinued to 2024 to make room for the upcoming Equinox and Blazer EVs. Right. Um, so that's what they're going to be moving it for. They said um, that they we shouldn't expect to see it, I guess, um, soon, but this is more of a temporary thing. Maybe they'll bring the Bolt back. Um, Dodge Charger and Challenger. <laughs> I know a lot of people going to cry over this one. Um, so these cars and their engines are going to be gone. Those big old engines, they're gone. They're not coming back. If you didn't manage to get your hands on one of the last call limited editions by the end of July, you're out of luck and production of those may have already ended already. So whatever is left can be found on dealer lots as Dodge makes its way for EV muscle cars that you should see. <laughs> we will see how they sell. In 2024. So we'll see what goes on. They could be temporarily tabling those as well. well. Kia Rio, that's going to be leaving as well. Um, the little cars, I'm always used to those leaving because they always replace them with more little right. cars or different little cars, something like that. So those are going away. Mazda CX-9, Mazda does that on purpose. They just, they'll they'll make a, they'll take the CX-9 away and then they'll put a zero behind the nine and then they'll call the new one the CX-90. That is what it's called. <laughs> that is exactly what it's called right now, the CX-90. You know how I know because there is a fine CX-30 I have the CX-3, and I'm like, oh, I want the 30. It's just a little bit bigger than mine. That's right. A little bit more snazzier. But they, they do that, and then they add a zero behind it and make a new car. And they say it's a new car. It's a new car. Um, and then, oh, I just said it, but this one says it, the Mazda MX-30. They just brought it out, Coach. They just replaced it for the MX-30. Well, you always got to think about Buick and Chevrolet and Oldsmobile are the same companies, and they're on the same platforms with Cadillac. Yeah. And so, if you know, they did away with Oldsmobile, okay, because yeah. it's the same platform as Buick. Right. Okay? Think about the same thing with uh, Lincoln and Mercury. They did away with Mercury because it was the same vehicle that as Ford had. Yeah. The exact same vehicle. Yeah. So... When they get too many, you know, GM had eight different uh, plants or eight different, not plants, but eight different subcategories of cars. Mm -hmm. Well, half of them look the same. Yeah. And so they got rid of half of them. <laughs> the yeah. Blazer was the Tahoe. That, the, that's what I'm saying. The Suburban got, was the. <laughs> it's the Denali. It was you know? a Denali. So yeah. they're all the same vehicles. So they get rid of half of them and they say, oh, well, we got rid of half of them. But no, you really didn't get rid of them. <laughs> you just cut you just out the dupes. cut out the names. The dupes. You that's cut it. out the duplicates. That's right. Because that's what my, I always tell my mom, she drives a Chevrolet Trax and I always say, oh, you need to upgrade to the, it's the Buick Encore, mm -hmm. which is the sister Looks just the same, just about. It's just got some nice shiny rims, nah, just, and the paneling is just all changed nice. a little bit. And said, you hey, get here twenty you go. buttons instead of ten. You That's know, right. <laughs> that's so funny. Okay, last two: Mercedes Benz C Class. 
in the E-Class Coupe and the convertibles. I'll never know about that life, but maybe one day. And then finally, the Nissan Titan. They're going to be cutting that here in the state. We actually build that one here in the state. So they're cutting production of that one as well. Well, you think about the cars they're getting rid of, you know, that's less finance than they have to do, I reckon. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what we're talking about. Car financing options. Um, I'll include a link to this story, though, in our show's podcast description. But you can email your questions to auto at mpbonline.org. Coach is here to answer all of your questions about financing or whatever's going on with your car or whether or not the cruise control um, will let you you, you know, stick it at 78 miles per hour. That's right. <laughs> Nobody knows what Coach drives, so he is safe out there. That is right. Cruising at 78. Okay. So, Coach, let's talk about car financing options that aren't Coach's way. So, if you think about financing a car, the first thing we got, dealerships. Okay. Dealerships uh, could be one of your most expensive uh Financial options, they even though they say 0% on two years, it used to be 0% for 48 or 36. But now uh, Liz uh, came in here and told me that you got to understand, if you don't pay it off in two years, a penalty. there's a penalty because all that interest comes back from the beginning of what they're going to charge you the third and fourth year. So you want to make sure if they say 0% for two years, you pay it off in two years. Okay. Another thing you got to think about a dealership, there's always a middleman. The dealership will select, they will find financing for you if it's on the high side or the low side, but there is a fee for doing that. So you are paying that fee. That's why they want to finance through them. And you don't even see that middleman. You don't even see that middleman. So you want to talk about they make about uh, 20% off that and selling you parts for their gross, yeah. for their vehicles. Everybody gets a little off the right. top. Now, the manufacturer. Now, the manufacturer is different than the dealership. The manufacturer is the one hmm. who makes the vehicle, mm-hmm. and they have their own banks. Really? Okay, so if you go through Ford Motor Company, you go through Toyota Motor Company, you go to General Motors, Mercedes, they all have their own financing, in-house financing. Okay. Okay, you will pay the payment directly to them. Okay, and so they're making money off that. And like I say, that's where that 0% comes in, and that's where uh, different, uh, you know, they have different levels for different credit scores. Now, you want to think about credit score. Credit score is very important here. If you have a low credit score, that means 580 and less. Right. Well, guess what? You better take a longer term because your payments are going to be too high because the interest is going to be real high. Correct. Higher your credit score is, lower your interest is. And the sooner you need to pay it off. Sooner you need to pay it off. Right. Okay. So, but if you have a high credit score, that means you can manage your money that you know what you're doing. Okay. Okay. And so that's, and and more people are going to finance. You're going to have a lot more options. Okay. So we talked about, so that would be your, um, manufacturer, manufacturer. Okay. So you have the dealership, then you have captive manufacturers are called captive lenders as well, Mm -hmm. because that vehicle and you're really, I would say that you're, you're captive to that particular vehicle. You can't get another vehicle unless they had the pre-owned and they'll sell you that. Okay. And then you have banks, Okay. Banks, you have a little bit more options. Banks, you can, uh, of course, they have their rules too. Banks, if you think about financing, they can tell you 
where you can buy the vehicle because there's some people they will some places they will not let you buy a vehicle maybe they, maybe they think they're shady or something like that okay okay got you so banks have a little bit more rules on there uh but you can get pre-approved from the bank right then you know how much you can spend and you have a little bit more leverage when you go into a dealership you can say hey I'm pre-approved for this much. That's don't guarantee it, but you can say you're pre-approved. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the next one you have credit unions. Credit unions are for people that maybe don't have the best credit score and they have more options. Yeah. Okay. But they will, maybe you can go in there and say, well, I was late on this payment once or twice, or you didn't have much credit. And because credit score, uh, if you think about credit unions, they're nonprofit. Mm-hmm. They don't supposed to make money. So they'll give you a pretty good rate on used and mm-hmm. new. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, I did it through a credit uh, union because I belong to a credit union. I got like uh, 1.49 on the uh, credit. Really? For the car, 1.49. And the dealer wanted me to give me 1.99. Okay. And I said, no, I'll just go through the credit union. Yeah, yeah. So. For that two months or three months, went to the credit union, paid them $36. I was good to go. All right, Coach, I'll use your credit score um, for about six months. <laughs> I'll give it back to you unfazed. Just, unfazed. <laughs> make, sure, make sure it's One. Paid. You're around a zero? I mean, you're at a one? <laughs> so you can get, uh, if you think about a credit union, anywhere from right now 2.9 to about 4.71, according to what your score is. Yeah. Okay. And employment history, very important. Make sure that you're employed. Make sure you try to get a high credit score. Mm-hmm. You want to get either anywhere from 10 to 20% of that base price of that vehicle. Okay. So you want to save that. Just think about it. If you're going to pay $1,000 a month for a car payment, why not go ahead and save that $1,000 a month for a year or a year and a half and go put it down on the car? Mm-hmm. You're right now. Because you, hey, you're going to pay the car payment anyway, but now you're paying it with your money that you ain't having to use somebody else's right. interest and pay them for right, that money. Right. So you could do that. So that's 10 to 20% off the top. You want to make sure, and then make sure you get pre-approved on if you're going to do that. Um, once again, higher the credit score, lower the term. Yeah. Don't go in there and say, hey, I need my payments down to this much because they'll get your payments down to this much and you're going to have it for 84 uh, months. So you're going to own that vehicle for seven years before you can get rid of it. It's done fell apart. It has 560,000 miles on it and you're still paying on it. Yeah. You yeah. know, like Abram said, he got uh, one more payment left Yeah, you know, after five years. <laughs> he's, he's happy about that, That's Coach. Right. Right. He's happy. I'm so Coach, excited. Coach, you've hit a hot topic. The phones are going crazy right now. You've hit a hot topic. So, look, Coach is telling us all the ins and outs about car financing options and taking your questions. You can send an email to auto at mpbonline.org. We've got a new car review from Casey Williams coming up, and we're going to get Coach's tip of the week, and we're going to hit these phone calls. This is AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Here's a new car review from Casey Williams. It's Auto Casey on AutoCorrect. There are a lot of compact crossovers on the market, but the one we have this week is really unique. It's the 2023 Dodge Hornet GT. On the outside, it looks like it's got Dodge attitude. It's got the snarling hood vents, a lot of black trim on it. Looks really cool. But what you don't immediately realize is much of it is shared with the Alfa Romeo Tonali, and the vehicle is actually built in Italy. So you get Italian style and a little bit of American attitude, and I think it works really well. On the inside, you got a real performance feel to it with a nice, deeply bolstered leather seats, nice thick leather wrapped steering wheel. And you get the Harman Kardon audio system that sounds really good too. Underneath the hood, a 2-liter turbocharged four-cylinder engine, delivers 268 horsepower, 295 pound-feet of torque, runs 0 to 60 in 6.5 seconds pretty quick, still get 21 miles per gallon in the city, 20 on the highway. So let's talk about price. 
The Hornet starts just under 31000 This one all in, $40,710. See the full video on his YouTube channel, Auto Casey, and listen to AutoCorrect on the MPB Think Radio YouTube channel. This is AutoCorrect. If you've missed any of our program, you can listen to the whole show from autocorrect.mpbonline.org. AutoCorrect is heard Thursdays, mor- Thursdays morning. <laughs> it's Thursday all of them. Morning. It's all of them Thursdays. Thursday morning at 10 a.m. with the replay Saturdays at 11 a.m. Stay tuned after the show at 11 a.m. It's Southern Remedy Kids and Teens. I'm Jermaine Flood. Our expert is Coach Charlie Melton, ASC Certified Master Technician. And this is now time for Coach Charlie's Tip of the Week. You know, we talked about several different type of financing. Uh, one I didn't get to, I just want to make sure you know, if you're going to try to finance something, a vehicle online, mm-hmm. be very, very careful. You know, they will give from one who has a credit score of zero to one that has uh, 850, but anybody can make a website. Be careful when you're trying to finance one online. Make sure you do that. Okay, we've got a few minutes online on our airways. We're going to go to Jackie in Madison. Jackie's got a financing question or comment. Jackie, you're on with Coach Charlie. Hello. Uh, my husband and I uh, like Subarus, and we were going to buy a new Subaru because the uh, cost of a used one, slightly used one, was pretty high. And we went to the dealership. Now, this was in North Carolina. Uh where we live part-time, but um, we were prepared to pay cash, and I always ask, are there any deals or any way that we can save on buying this car? And um, the manufacturer, I believe, offered a zero-interest loan. Um, I don't remember what we put down initially, but we went ahead and went with the loan and uh, went for as long as they would allow it, and that was the only way to get the, the deal uh, was to go ahead and finance, which we did. So we got to use their money for four years or so, whatever it was, and uh, got a new car. So it was a great deal. Now, I don't think they offered that very often, and I don't know why they offered it then. I guess they just wanted to sell more cars in the United States. But it worked for us. Yeah, once again, that is one to pre- uh, well-qualified buyers. And if you can afford the loan and the payment with 0%, that is great. You know, And I think we're talking to a lot of people that can't afford 0% and then paying $1,000 a month. And so that's a lot of times you get in that situation. Right. But it's, yeah, good. it's good if you can. I don't know how many months it was, but our payments were like six sixty-five a month, and um, it was an automatic draft on our account, and we just make sure the money was in there. So it, it worked for us. That's great. All right. Thanks, Jackie, for your phone call. We're going to go to Frank in South Haven. Frank's got a comment about a credit union. Frank, you're on with Coach Charlie. Uh, yeah, I just want to talk about credit unions. A lot of people don't understand them. Uh, they don't can get into them, and uh, they got a lot of local credit unions that let the local people in, and uh, it's kind of like if you remember back 40 years ago, 50 years ago, when you had a local bank, it was owned by the local people, uh, not run by somebody from New York or California. Uh, you need to have a personal relationship with these people, and they're local people, and you go in and you work with them, and uh, I've bought cars where uh, you go in and you tell them, okay, I've got a car down here at uh, dealer, and uh, they want $22,000 for it. And the, the credit union, they'll look at that, and they can pull it up on the computer, and they'll say, well, that's, that's too much money. Don't pay that much money for it. And if I'm willing to walk away from them, I can save money just from from that. They have saved $2,000 on a deal just 
you know, by, they know more about what cars are worth than most individuals that go in there to buy. Yeah, Credit uh, Union is a great place to buy a vehicle. You Like I say, they give you a lot more options. They will pre-approve you. They will, you know, take you if you had good credit, bad credit, because, you know, people make mistakes and people need a second chance, and those are good places. And like you say, they're nonprofit, and, you know, it, and you got to join them. You know, I joined them years ago. Yeah, Frank, thank you so much for your comment. I got to hit Steve in Ridgeland. Steve, you've got a 30-second window. Q Dealer Financing. You're on with Coach Charlie. Hey, guys. How are you? Doing Enjoy good. Show, by the way. Thanks, Steve. Uh, the question I have, uh, it's a little confusing to me. I, we just recently bought a new Nissan Rogue, and we took advantage of 0% financing. And... It, that was the whole idea when we went in, and that's, you know, that's what we told them we wanted to do. And we had a pretty high credit rating, so it wasn't a problem. But after we did the transaction and everything was done, and we were home with the car, a couple of weeks later, I get two letters. Steve. If I could hold you, we're, we're coming down to the end of the show. But if you call us next week, we can discuss that with you. And that'll wrap us up for today's AutoCorrect next week. Buying a car online. Steve, we've got you that week. Our crew engineer, Abram Nanny. Call screener, Liz Gill. For Coach Charlie Melton, Master Technician, I'm Jermaine Flood, episode and podcast producer. Thanks for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.